Howdy, y'all. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. Today's August 24th, 2021. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? Uh, I've been enjoying the day catching up on my new favorite news story. It's about Geronimo the Alpaca, who's tearing uh, England apart. Are you following this story? Uh, now, I know that it's a great, a grand injustice they're having over there in the UK. There's an alpaca who's sentenced to death, I believe, yeah. and unfairly. People want justice for Geronimo. Yeah, this lady bought an alpaca from New Zealand, I think, and uh, it got tested positive twice now for bovine tuberculosis, which I guess uh, England has been struggling with. They actually had to kill a bunch, like, they had like a mass slaughter of wild badgers <laughs> trying to curb the, the spread of it. And uh, that was apparently terribly unpopular too. I guess the uh, the Brits love their badgers. Uh, so anyway, enter Geronimo. He's become like a cause celebrity where the government's trying to go to execute this, this poor alpaca. And uh, this woman who owns him has been on a full on media tear and she said the funniest thing is like, so you won't find anyone to execute Geronimo because uh, the there will be public enemy number one, she says, which is just so funny to me. Well, uh, let me tell you right now, buddy, you give me 15 minutes on the town square in my hometown, Salina, Tennessee, I will find you someone to execute that alpaca. Oh, <laughs> old boys lining up like, I ain't never shot one of them. Where's he at? <laughs> Like, can I mount it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, right. it. I mean, I gotta be honest for like uh, for a free ticket to England, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> but it's just, I mean, like it's just really, really funny to me because it's like I guess our I get like execution used to be like a trade. Like you would hire somebody from out of town; they would travel in to do executions and leave because you just can't have somebody from your town just like behead old Reginald. And then right. keep hanging out, right? <laughs> so it, it reminded me of that. That's why they used to wear hoods and hide their identities and shit so they wouldn't be publicly ostracized for being, you know, uh, the guy who killed your neighbor. But uh, it just, it, the, the, the British Labor Party has the same brain disease that American Democrats have, where they do, they, they just are incredibly politically tone deaf. And uh, Kent Starmer, the guy who leads the current leader of the Labor Party, uh, just for no reason, no reason at all, Nobody asked him, which is like, yeah, we should definitely kill the alpacas. <laughs> so now, he doesn't have any power. This Boris Johnson's government doing it, but he's the public face of evil now for being an alpaca murder. Just like, so. Just, right. So, like, yeah. Democrats in this country with a lot of issues, it's like, all you had to say was nothing or just not, yeah. you didn't, like, you didn't have to do that. There were many ways you could have taken the W on that political uh, subject, and you just, for some reason, chose not to do it. <laughs> yeah, just let yeah. Alpaca, Alpaca Gate drag Boris Johnson into the gutter, and <laughs> right. you just mind your own business. Just mind your own business. <laughs> Alpaca anyway, Gate. Well, I, I, I know I just said I would kill Geronimo, but I got I to gotta say I'm rooting for you, buddy. I hope you, uh, hope you yeah. live out your days just quietly having bovine tuberculosis in isolation. That's right. Hashtag justice for Geronimo. That's what I yeah. want to. <laughs> All right. With us, as always, producer Matt, this is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you all of a couple things real quick. Number one, I'm doing live shows again. If you are not vaccinated, do not come. Do not come. If you are vaccinated, go to Wellred Comedy. That's wellredcomedy.com for tickets and information. Secondly, if you want some bonus Trey Crowder action in your life, you can go to patreon.com slash Trey Crowder and get exclusive access to some new series I'm doing, including one where I rate and review American politicians. This week, tomorrow, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's going to be some shit. So go to patreon.com slash Trey Crowder and support your boy, whether you do or not. I love y'all like chicken. As for the show tonight, we're going to give you all the... Uh, yeah. I do want to say I like you doing your own vaccine mandate for the shows because what you just did was guarantee that the trolls who hate us in the mentions will buy tickets to your show and you just conned them out of 30 bucks. So I like it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I had to do something <laughs> after last week's episode. But uh, anyway, so on tonight's edition of The Skews, we're going to give you all the latest in uh, COVID- COVIDiacy in America. Trump is backing the vaccine. People are taking horse pills instead, and Republican governors are engaging in a death race till the very end. We'll talk about it all. We've also got a little infrastructure update for you and some other stuff if we have time. But first, as always, we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's dumbass, anyone who did not uncover America's true problem in Afghan Afghanistan 
before Tucker Carlson solved it on his Fox News program. That's right. Uh, Tucker got to the bottom of our real issues where we really went wrong in Afghanistan, and he laid it all bare for his viewers in this segment here. Matt, play the clip, please. It turns out that the people of Afghanistan don't actually want gender studies symposia. They didn't actually buy the idea that men can become pregnant. They thought that was ridiculous. They don't hate their own masculinity. They don't think it's toxic. They like the patriarchy. Some of their women like it, too. So now they're getting it all back. Yeah, uh... I just like I don't know what like what guys like I know Tucker doesn't believe anything he's saying, but like if you're listening to this and you're believing it, what you imagine happening is like a Marine drill sergeant is sitting down with a tribal chieftain and his thirteen year old child bride and is trying to convince them to let their son transition. Right. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what he thinks is was happening in Afghanistan. And then that thirteen year old child bride yeah. was like, No, I like the patriarchy and my husband respects my opinion about it. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like the implication. So there's a couple of implications here. One is that it's the liberal agenda that so infuriated the Taliban or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, if the liberal agenda is saying women can show their elbows without being killed with rocks, you know what I mean? Like if that's what the liberal agenda is, then sure, I guess we put them off. But also the implication that like that the Taliban is doing the right thing. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, listen, you go over here, you start spewing all this liberal shit and the right people show up and they make it better is what happens. Like mm-hmm. the t- Taliban wasn't having none of that and they shouldn't have because it's a bunch of commie bullshit and that's what you get, you know? So it's like, it's almost like he, the subtext is he's cheering on the Taliban for, yeah. you know, uh, combating these progressive agendas that the U.S. apparently put forward in Afghanistan over the 20 plus years we've been there eight of which were with a Democrat president, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there, there have been a bunch of people, like, uh, captured memes about this where people are openly rooting for the Taliban. Like, like Nick Fuentes, who made fun of the leader of the groupers who were making fun of, was like, well, they're going to, like, they're going to outlaw feminism and being gay. Maybe we should maybe we should be rooting for the Taliban. He, like, made that joke. And it's like, except right. they're not joking, really. Like, you guys no, do agree not. on a ton of shit. Uh, so, right. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're... Uh, I did a thing last week where I was talking about Mike Pence and the Taliban where he was talking about how like, oh, we had a great deal with the Taliban. And I was like, I bet Mike Pence would get along great with the Taliban because of all that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we want to, you know, we want to live life like it was hundreds of years ago. Pence is like, yeah, you mean when the pilgrims were here? I'm a pilgrim. That's what, yeah. Fucking, I love that pilgrim shit. A lady walks in with her eyebrows exposed and they're like, get her ass out of here. Mike Pence is like, yes, can't have any women in here when we're doing business. That's what mother says. Like, there's a lot of things that they agree with the Taliban on. Yeah, I mean, they're really just, just the only disagreement is about the skin color of the god that wants us to kill all the gay people. That's right. pretty much the, the, the big, big disagreement. Right. But riding around in the bed of a truck, shooting your guns in there, all for it, both sides. That's what's that up. Does, that does hit Trey. I, I mean, sure, honest. yeah, that's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I the one thing I'm full on board with the Taliban is it's fun to ride in a truck and shoot shit. Like, yeah, not you're people, right. Not people, just like cans. Just up in the air, yeah. Shoot a jug, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 j- jug, empty milk jug, fill it with water, shoot a twenty-two target pistol, twenty target pistol explodes. Fucking rules. So, yeah. Yeah. You, know you think yeah. those guys are doing? You think those guys are like white smoking and doing donuts and shit in their trucks when they're all loaded up with the guns in the back? Because they're missing a trick if they're not, Mark. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's but that's part of the that's part of the uh, the experience there. Taliban <laughs> loves to roll cold, right? <laughs> Uh, we have hit for me. All right. So our first, <laughs> our first honorable mention for daily dumbass, American police officers for being bad exactly this one specific time. So 
Friend of the show and QAnon governor wannabe Alan West, not Batman, Texas is Alan West, Q lunatic. His wife was arrested for a DUI on her way home from a PF Chang's with their grandkid in the car, and he is incensed by this miscarriage of justice. He has called it insidious, and while making sure to stress that he still backs the blue 100%, they were way out of line in taking his wife in for a DWI. Yeah, uh, the part of the story that killed me, if you wonder why Alan wasn't around to drive her home if she had been drinking, which we don't, they, they, her toxicology report's not back yet. They released the uh, the body cam footage. I didn't see anything that was really, made her obviously drunk or whatever, so she, may, she, might, have, she might absolutely have been sober. Uh, Alan did Instagram an alleged receipt from the P.F. Chang's that showed she only had a lemonade with dinner, so he entered that fact into evidence. Uh, but the reason he wasn't there to drive her home is because, quote, West, the former head of the Republican Party, said he had been in Waco having dinner with Ted Nugent. <laughs> uh, so he drove Dude. an hour and a half to Waco from Dallas to have dinner with Ted Nugent, which sounds like my idea of hell. I think I'd rather be in jail with my wife. It also sounds like something that was made up in a story to make fun mm-hmm. of them. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it, And that happens all the time. So, uh, like, the amount of self-parody they engage in is unreal. Like, if you were writing this story out to make a point, to illustrate a point about the hypocrisy where the police are concerned, and you included as a uh, supporting detail that he was absent because he was having dinner in Waco with Ted Nugent, people would be like, that's way too far. You got to dial that back. That's too much. But that's what actually happens. Especially because when the crux of your movement is trying to fight child sexual abuse, allegedly, and the guy you're having dinner with is famous for making a bunch of rock songs about banging teenagers. Right. So, yeah. And, and you, you pointed out, looking at it, there's nothing that's obvious that obviously points to her being drunk. And maybe, like, the thing, maybe this is some bullshit, but that's kind of part of the whole point, right? It's like, like, yeah, cops do some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we're like. Now you care because of who it happened to. But you're still singling this one out like cops are, do, are, are doing great otherwise. But this yeah. specific scenario was fucked up. Well, yeah, what are the odds that his wife ran into the one cop who abused her power? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. There's the chances of one lightning strike. Yeah. All right. So we got a bit of a special segment for you tonight we're still in da- daily dumbasses but we're doing what we're going to call a dumbass deep dive that's right a dumbass deep dive and uh it is on a republican candidate for senate in the state of ohio named josh mandale who is noteworthy for a few reasons matt you have rathganistan up on the screen buddy please fix that uh and mark tell us why josh Mandale. what you don't see rathganistan it says dumbass deep dive on mine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I see Rathgate. That's my fault. Sorry, yeah. everyone. I hope everybody sees the right thing. Who, knows what, the, who knows what the people it, are saying? It's just my end that's fucked up. My bad, Matt. I guess we're good. Go ahead, Mark. All right. So we we uh, we made fun of uh, we made fun of JD Vance quite a lot just because basically he just bugs me, but he doesn't actually matter very much because he's getting his ass absolutely stomped in this Senate primary campaign. And the guy Trey was just talking about, Josh, now we're not even quite sure how to pronounce Josh uh, Mandel's name because he now pronounces it Mandel. But up until a couple years ago, it was Josh Mandel for his whole time in public life. Um, he probably thinks it sounds more uh, manly. Yeah. More Someone was like, hey, emphasize man in your last name. Yeah. Like Mandel, yeah. that's more badass than Mandel. I think he might think it sounds because le- he happens to be Jewish. I think he might see. So think he might think it sounds more goy to go about Mandel. That's uh, also so, a very good theory. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, who is John? Okay. First of all, the reason he's in the news, we want to talk about. Him. We want to talk about him for a while. But uh, this weekend, he had a quite a string of events. Uh, he went to a brewery for lunch, and his server was sick. Now, most of us would be like. Uh, that's not great. But instead, he tweeted out uh, uh, a thanking her, a appreciation post, thanking her for coming to work sick because most other Americans are too lazy to work. Too lazy. Knew, yeah, she knew that her this restaurant was short-staffed, so she came to work coughing and wheezing. Now, a couple things about this. One, is a pandemic on. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, but two, people don't typically like their, uh, their food being served to them by sick people. Anyway, 
Um, so in the aftermath of this happened, the worker got sent home. The brewery deleted its Twitter account after a bunch of people sent on both sides and the hateful shit to them. And the business got a bunch of bad attention and press. And because they deleted their post and sent the worker home, uh, Josh tweeted this. <laughs> if, if you have it there, uh, here, I'll click on it and just read it if you don't have it, Matt. Uh, he tweeted, instead of giving, hey, inside the five, it's the name of the brewery, instead of giving in the woke mob, how about having your employees back and giving her a raise? While so many people are getting paid to sit at home and do nothing, Brienne muscled through her feeling out of the weather and came to work. Hell yeah, right? So not only did he, 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 he plug the business for being uh, Typhoid Mary, but then when they tried to solve the problem, he, he criticized them for uh, you know being woke. So he got them coming and going. And it's not even the first time he's done shit like this. Earlier this month, he uh, <laughs> he found an illegal barber. I guess uh, Ohio's COVID protocols uh, have barbershops shut down for the moment, or, or did at that moment, at that point. So he found an illegal off the books barber, got his haircut, and tweeted out a picture of the guy uh, thanking the guy for doing an illegal haircut with his name and address on it. Uh, <laughs> so he full on snitched on this dude. <laughs> It's just an absolute maniac. Uh, no, so if you want to know some other, some other greatest hits from his bio before we get to talking about his accent, uh, he was one of 19 House members to vote against a bill making cockfighting a felony. <laughs> He's pro-cockfighting. Uh, <laughs> he was a state treasurer for a few years. He spent $1.7 million in state money paying for tele television ads where it was just him hanging out with Urban Meyer. So he basically... <laughs> He's a he, Aaron Meyer is the head coach of uh, uh, Ohio State football team. So basically, yeah, he's making himself look cool to Hawaii right. voters. Ostensibly, this was just to promote some sort of like uh, social program for elderly people, but like it was barely mentioned. It was just like, hey, here's me hanging out with Aaron Meyer. We're cool, right? Uh, he, he one of his moves as state treasurer was he was the first uh, Mid Ohio, the first state to enable taxpayers to pay taxes with cryptocurrency. Uh, he called himself a big crypto for, cryptocurrency bro. Of course he is. They all are, as we all know, with Matt Gates and his uh, felonious partner. Uh, but Mandel's successor suspended the program, noted that it had processed fewer than 10 transactions. So he changed state policy for 10 people. Uh, he later, earlier this year, was suspended from Twitter for creating a poll about which type of illegals would commit more crimes, Muslim terrorists or Mexican gangbangers. <laughs> and uh, That's so fucked up. But that, like, just anything that's that on the nose shitty always cracks me up. He literally made a Twitter poll that mm -hmm. said, which type of illegal is more dangerous, Muslim terrorists or Mexican gangbangers? I wonder what the results were, Mark, there in, you know, in central Ohio. Got to be a bit of a toss-up. They're far away from the border, but Muslims are everywhere, right? You know, what do you, uh, what, what do, you do? Which way do you go? <laughs> I mean, they always leave out the biggest category of uh, undocumented immigrants, which is like... Uh, kids from Asia, Europe, and Canada overstay their student visas, but I'm going to go with Canadian student visas for the ones that commit the most crap. That's what I'm going to lead into. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. Come down here taking all our Jeopardy wins and shit. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and so, uh, if you're wondering how he has the money to dabble in crypto while also running, like, he he's runs for office every year, and he most often loses. He did he, he got elected to the state house and then the state treasurer, two jobs no one wanted, but he's run and lost for the U.S. House and U.S. Senate for uh, several times. If you're wondering how he gets the money to do all this stuff, he used to be a regular middle-class dude like us, but uh, he got rich the old-fashioned way. He married a rich lady and then made her divorce him. So that's how he got his millions was by, by being a divorcee. Um, another important thing to know about uh, Josh uh, Mandel, we'll say it the way he currently says it, is he's from a suburb of Cleveland. But if you listen to him talk, you absolutely would not know that. Uh, here's a good comparison video of what he sounds like now versus what he sounded like in 2012. Matt rolled the video. Appreciate everyone being out here this afternoon. Wow, this is a great crowd out here this afternoon. That in Eastern Ohio and throughout the United States of America. Throughout the United States of America, not just throughout Ohio, but throughout the United States of America. Appreciate everyone being out here this afternoon to... Uh, he went in front from like a yeah. United States of America to appreciate y'all being appreciate here. Appreciate y'all being out here yeah. in the United States of America. Well, listen, Mark, nobody loves freedom more than people that sound like me. I've always said it. 
yeah, I hate videos like this because it's going to bring people back up out of the woodwork talking about how I'm faking it. Although, why would I fake it? It makes sense for his side. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get the eagle fuckers in line. But I'm trying to attract the San Francisco beet growers. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would why would I choose to talk like this? But it's hot now, Mark. It's a hot thing, buddy. It's the new hot accent in uh, in white people world. As uh, yeah, I mean, I guess George W. proved it worked. George W. went to a, a private school in Maine and he went to Yale. Went yeah, went to Yale, Harvard, and then when, then when he came time to run for office, he did. He Folks. did go to like elementary school and uh, junior high in Midland and Houston. So I'll, I'll give him that. But he didn't. He when he bought a he, when he bought a ranch to run for president, pretended to play acting to clean up brush, and was like. Out here in West Texas, we know it's like that's not how I fucking talk. Yeah, no, folksy people love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an alternate theory on Josh Mandel here. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's addicted to pills. Here's why I say that, because and this is a bit of a deep cut. But last yeah. year during the NFL regular season, or maybe it was two years ago, Aaron Rodgers got hurt really bad. Aaron Rodgers grew up in Northern California and plays in Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. does not ta- sound like a redneck at all. He got hurt very bad and halftime they shot him up with a bunch of opioids and he came out and got back in the game and let a comeback and won and they interviewed him after the game and he was talking like me all of a sudden he's like yeah well you know we just out there slinging around just doing what we had to do and i realized like holy shit my accent is a side effect of opioids like that's you know because that's the white that's our that's our drug yeah. that's our thing yeah white trash people didn't realize people thought that like you had to be white trash to take pills in the first place no pills can it can work the other way pills can turn you white trash so maybe that's all that's happened here mark he just got on some got on some pills and now he talks like this because that's how that's how it goes <laughs> you, you think it's like uh when uh, americans do punk rock they sing british it's like yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i think that's exactly what it's like yeah, yeah. You're, gonna out, uh, you're gonna get load up on a bunch of pills and go out there and fucking sling it you gotta you gotta talk like brett Favre in the in the interview afterwards you know Something uh, something Matt said in the pre-show was really funny to me. It's like you got you got JD versus Josh, and J- there's a bunch there's a bunch of other people running too. JD is solid is for, is number two by like so. Josh is pulling at like forty five percent. JD is at like twelve. JD is technically in third place behind undecided, which is like at forty <laughs> percent, and then fourth place is eight percent. There's a bunch of people like five six. So JD could come in second or fifth, and neither one would be really surprising. But he's not going to win. He's absolutely not going to win. But like they're they're from suburbs of Cleveland and Cincinnati, and they're doing a competitive hillbilly off to win Ohio. Right now, at least JD is more authentic than Josh because at least he did visit Appalachia for like a week one summer, right? So <laughs> it's just really, really funny to me that they're doing this. And, 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 and Josh has his number, man. You scroll through his Twitter feed. Josh actually believes what he's saying. He's a full-on Trumper, and J.D. is faking it. And he's got some pretty good road. J.D. did a, um, a video the other day wearing an Ohio State shirt uh, slamming Biden's uh, Afghanistan plans. And Josh is like, I bet he's got another version where he wears a Yale sweatshirt where he's for it. And I was like, that's fucking funny. That's actually funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wrecking his ass, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the thing we started off talking about with Mandel, where it's like just that whole American notion of like, it's patriotic to show up and work yourself to death, even if you're on death's door. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't do, like, as if anyone wants that, as if anyone wants someone who's actively ill to handle their foot. Now, I don't care how conservative you are. No one wants that, but it's un-American to call in. It's un-American to not work overtime and work six days a week and whatever else. You know, you're lazy if you don't do that, whether you're sick or not. I saw an interview with like American expats who were like, what's the amazing thing about the new country you moved to that you would never have known? So this guy got a job in the Netherlands and he shows up and he realized he hadn't talked that much about benefits. So he asked his coworker, he's like, "Uh, how many sick days did we get? And they didn't understand the question. And he's like... No, how many days do I am I allowed? Are you allowed to be sick? Right. And and the guy was like, "How do you know how many days you're going to be sick? Right. <laughs> you you have as many sick days as you are sick because that's yeah. what sick means. Yeah. And, he, and, he's, and then the, the American was like, "But like, but I can't just not come, right? right. He's like, why would we want you to come to work and cough on us if you're fucking sick, you idiot? And he's right. like, "Yeah, actually, you're yeah, that makes we're the stupid ones here. I got I, that that actually makes sense." So, yeah, 
it's not a it's a bunch of American diseases wrapped up in uh, all wrapped in one. There, it's not just COVID or whatever that lady had. Yeah. All right. So speaking of being sick and being stupid in America, let's get into uh, our COVIDiacy update. We got a bunch of COVID updates for you. The first one has to do with horse pills. I've seen some uh, comments over here saying horse pills. What the fuck are you talking about? Here's what we're talking about. Uh, we'll let a mayor of Lake Ozark, Arizona, help to explain. Matt, you can put up the screen grab whenever you got it there. Um, this guy's desperate. He's a mayor in central Ar Arkansas, I said Arizona, central Arkansas. One of his good friends, Dennis, has come down with COVID and is in dire straits. So uh, the mayor, what he's going to do is he has, as a Hail Mary, Mary is um, misspelled, as a Hail Mary, I have procured some ivermectin and I will be driving it to him today. He's going to drive this ivermectin to him personally. You might be wondering, what the hell is ivermectin? Well, it's horse pills. That's what. That's where the horse pills come from. It's horse. It's livestock medication. It's livestock dewormer. In fact, that somehow, Mark, please help me to understand. These people have decided is a miracle miracle cure for COVID. So while they're actively uh, refusing the vaccine and refusing to wear masks, they are also actively seeking out livestock medication in order to treat the disease that they barely believe in in the first place. What the fuck, man? So, like hydrochloroquine before it, uh, ivermectin has become the it drug of the, 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 the magosphere. Um, and I don't really know the origin story. I have a feeling if you... Um, back well, how many before, horses got COVID, Mark? How many horses you know got COVID? Practically, hardly not any. That's how many. Yeah. You don't need yeah. an origin story. Look around you, Mark. Fucking mm -hmm. ain't no cows with COVID out here. God damn it. That's but where it comes what, from. <laughs> if I want to kill my COVID, but keep my worms. Uh, <laughs> my problem, my thing is like, this is the closest we can get to like government run healthcare in America is the mayor personally driving horse worm medicine to, to your hospital bed. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's so much harder than just giving people medicine. And, and, and like, did we talk about, I don't know if we talked about this in the show, but like, um, I, I've like people are buying this stuff off Amazon. Like there's a human version, but the humans, humans don't take it off. And so the supply got scooped up rather quickly. So that's why people resorted to like the, the horse and sheep and cow versions. Right. And they're ordering it so much on Amazon that it has warped the search recommendation algorithm. So if you try to buy ivermectin on Amazon, it will say users also bought and it suggests you buy a pulse oximeter, which should be a giveaway. Right. <laughs> That people who bought this also feared they might need to go get a ventilator pretty soon after. So, uh, yeah. dude, my my mother in law, my wife's mom, she works at a co op in very very rural Tennessee, and she said that they've been out of ivermectin since like the day after this thing popped up. Like they can't keep up. People are coming in every day. Give me them horse pills. It, the demand is sky high and they've been out. Yeah. They can't keep it in stock because everybody's trying to get these horse pills. Mississippi. Um, now I think a last story I saw only one person has been hospitalized with this. Cause that's actually, it's not a very dangerous drug. It's just mainly useless. Right. You it's know, just like dumb. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but like, <laughs> 70 Mississippi officials said yesterday that 70% of calls to the poison control center are now about ivermectin. Right. Right. Uh, so, but imagine like, think the vaccine wasn't tested enough when like 170 right. million people have had it, but instead we're going to do is take horse steamer medicine. That's off label for off label use. You don't even know the correct dosage. Cause it's, cause it tells you by how many, how many hands tall, I don't know. How many hands tall am I, Trey? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to say 14, but I have, I have no clue. I don't but, know about horses. Well, no, dude, but it's like, I, you know, they really see shit like this and they think, like, they see a fucking middle school baseball coach post something on Facebook or whatever, and they see that and they're like, this is the thing that every doctor and scientist has missed. You know what I mean? Like they get on Facebook and see this stuff and they're like, oh, this is it. Finally, finally the truth. This from Randy at the co-op, you know, like fuck it. And, and I don't know. It's just something about something in the human brain that makes you want to 
makes you want to believe that you know the truth that everyone else is missing out on somehow or something is yeah. what helps to pull these people into this shit, but it just makes no sense. Be, being, th- thinking you're the smartest person in the world is a hell of a drug. Right. You know? uh, and But, I mean, look, Americans have, have rightfully lost faith in a lot of institutions. For example, when you've been, you've been lied to about a war for two decades. Right. For example. Yeah. Yeah. So, but <laughs> small scale, a, bu- a bunch of indiv- individual doctors – are not involved with some grand conspiracy. They know they would give you horse medicine if it thought it would make you feel better. <clears throat> but secondly, um, we talked we talked last week about everything on the internet's fake, and you can't like there was a there was a thing a couple weeks ago where a crypt uh, the, some influencers were discovered to have been pushing being paid to push crypto, and they didn't tell anybody it was an ad. And it was uncovered when some influencer was like, hey, I hope y'all didn't actually buy that cryptocurrency. I, I got a bag for that, but I don't believe in that shit. That's just garbage, right? He said that on his live stream. And everybody's like, wait, what? You plugged something you don't believe in? And it, I have a feeling that if you go to like uh, the origin of this, it's some like some drug company was like, these morons will buy anything. I bet you can make a quick million dollars if you pay some influencer to, jump, to get this ball rolling and say it's a secret cure of the media that's not going to know about. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. They had, uh, yeah, they paid a bunch of money to catfish Cooley or somebody to go to go on Facebook and say, "Hey, this is what you do." Uh, or barstool host, or like, uh, yeah, or no, Steve Bannon's right. radio show, or Newsmax, or any yeah, of or, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, who doesn't believe in ivermectin? Who now fully believes in the vaccine? Well, the man himself, Donald Trump. That's right. It's true. And let's see how it went over at his big rally this weekend. Matt, play that clip. Three days less than nine months, and it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do agree. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no. That's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. Okay. I'll call up Alabama and say, hey, you know what? But it is working. But uh, you do have your freedoms. You have to keep, you have to maintain that. You have to maintain that. And you got to get your kids back to school. The, yeah. Uh, so he tried suggesting the vaccine, got booed, then immediately said, actually, don't take it. <laughs> well, he also kind of couched it in. I felt like he started, was like, listen, I got your freedoms. I know you got them. But take the vaccine, boo. No, listen, I know your freedoms. You got them. But like I like I hesitate to give this motherfucker credit for anything. But I I thought this was wild when I first watched this. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe he actually did that. And also, I find it even as cultish as they are. I also thought that he was the you know, he's the figurehead of said cult. I would have thought that he could say shit and they would listen. The fact that he got booed for saying it is like, oh, wow, we're even further down that road than I realized. But I want I, there's a few things I want to know your thoughts on, Mark. But first of all, why did he do this in the first place? Do you think it's because somebody was like, hey, all of our rally attendees are dying? Like, <laughs> like you know, we're, like, we got we to gotta get in front of this thing because it's going to be bad or or what? Well, I mean, he has he's plugged the vaccine a bunch. Like he 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 goes back and forth between taking credit for it on the one hand for Operation Warp Speed, and right. then blasting Biden for not being able to convince people to get vaccinated and the vaccination after failing. He tells his own people to get vaccinated, but also like, but the, people hear what he means, and what he means is the subtext of everything Donald Trump says is be a mean, stupid asshole, right? So. It, 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 you can tell people to get the vaccine, but if they know that oh, he just wants me to mean stupid asshole, and that part of that is I'm not getting the vaccine. So like that that that's the that's the reason they're all there is to be mean stupid assholes together. So they're not going to like change their entire reason they came there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Right. But it's like it's like even he has like I feel like the Republican part, the old school Republican Party at large, felt like Donald Trump was the monster they had created that they couldn't you know get out from under. But I feel like. Trump is in a similar it's not even Trump it's just what he came to represent among this vast swath of people like they are they are the monster that was created yeah. you know we, oh yeah 
Yeah, no, the, the, the monster they created was the Republican base. The, the, right. the problem with Trump was Trump wasn't in on the scam. He's one of them. Right. So, like, one of the dumbass mob fucked up and got elected president. And they're like, oh, shit, he doesn't know it's a ruse. He doesn't know we just we, we, we right. do all this shit to get their votes. And then we just cut rich people's taxes and ignore them. Right. Right. He knows right. how to talk to low information voters because he is one. Right. right. <laughs> He's a cranky asshole at the end of the bar being like, why don't we just buy him? That's like that's 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 who he is. So, uh, yeah, the, the, he was never the I mean, he's a problem, but he's never the source of the problem. It's like it's the, the general tide. Well, right? but he also pointed out he didn't just hinge it all on the vaccine. He pointed out another way we could beat this thing. And Matt, if you have the clip where he suggests the other method, that would be great. will defeat it with the sheer power of American pride and American brain. The sheer power of American brain. America gives the best brains, right? America gives the best <laughs> brain, buddy. Everybody knows it. I, it's just like that. Uh, imagine talking about how smart you are and you can't even get the right fucking con- it was it not conji. It's what do you go? I don't know. I forgot Latin or whatever, but like, it's like, fucking. it's just, it just like, uh, there's nothing more to say about that. He's just fucking, just a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, Trump that's another just- one that sounds like, which of course this happens with him all the time. We were talking about self parody earlier. And that sounds, mm-hmm. that sounds like a made up Trump line, American yeah. brain, you know, like yeah. that, that sounds like a joke written into a Trump sketch, but yeah, it's a thing he but, actually said, but he does that it, all the time. One more, one more quick Trump clip before we get to the uh, the, the uh, death and chaos that he has wrought uh, in his wake. Uh, he still thinks. In case you're wondering, he still thinks COVID is hilarious. So. Didn't stop the virus, you know. They say, oh, he gets wonderful marks. He doesn't get good marks. He's done a terrible job, including on vaccinations, including on everything else. And now the virus is back. The virus is back. I'm shaking hands with everybody backstage. I say, well, I don't know. Is this a good thing or bad? You'll read about it in three or four days, maybe. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, not three or four days if I jumpstarted a super spreader event. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe they'll die. Vaccinated. Maybe they won't. Yeah. I'll be fine. I'm I'll be fine. Right. And I get experimental treatments from COVID. You, on the other hand, you guys are fucked. Ha <laughs> ha. Finger guns. I'm out, baby. Uh, yeah. So all this, this big super spreader rally, which he had in uh, a, sun, a, a, a town that's still effectively a sundown town in Alabama, I think. Uh, so school's starting. That's fun. We all love back to school. Get your new, yeah. your new backpacks, your uh, your new sneakers, your new mats and ventilators. Uh, and around the country, uh, chaos is already uh, just one of our friends told us the other day that uh, his wife's a teacher. 17 teachers in her school already have COVID. Three, this is three days into school. And this kind of stuff is happening nationwide. Um, uh that was a, this, that headlines from a NPR roundup uh, of stuff happening around the country. But here's a few examples. Uh, in Florida, Orange County, which is uh, around Orlando, Orange County Public Schools re- reported uh, 419 new cases Monday. And this still don't have mask mandates. And right. this is in Orlando. The city of Orlando has asked people to curb water usage because they, they use oxygen water treatment. And they don't have the oxygen because they needed to divert it to the hospitals. Uh <laughs> Iowa school district just shut down. Um, it, it's just like this stuff is like, I, just fucking dude, ask, ask your kids to wear masks. They're not going to wear it all dude, day, but they'll wear it some of the day. It'll lessen their chances. I have like, I have two sons in elementary school, right? They can't get the vaccine. My sons are eight, nine years old, but we live in Burbank, California and they go to school out here. And so like, first of all, it's not just, it's not just like the parents losing their minds after, all these months of having the kids in the house with them. It's that like my sons were dying to go back to school, you know, yeah. like it could, like it was driving them crazy and they have each other. They're a year apart and they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Like they're all the only children out there are kids that are four, four years apart and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. they're kids are losing their fucking minds, dying mm-hmm. to get back to school and ready to get out there and everything. And mine were the same way. And they go to school in Southern California and they have to wear a mask always. 
they get COVID tested once a week. And like, I'm still so worried about all this shit. And I cannot imagine if we still lived in Tennessee or lived in one of these states where governors are basic are like trying to prevent schools from protecting them, like making it illegal to have them wear masks or making it illegal to report close contact and shit like that, all these different things that they're doing. I can't imagine how outside of my wits I would be about this whole thing if I was in one of those school districts because I'm worried about it in this one where they seem to be doing everything they can possibly do. It's one like especially this is all originating with the won't someone think about the children, please, crowd? You know, this is the yeah. somebody think about the children. They're showing titties in a video game and rappers are being rude. Someone think about the children. Like, this is coming from those people and they're actively endangering the lives of children. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It fucking, it drives this me is insane, a, man. This is the kind of message you get into when you're, uh, we are effectively a society that no one runs. Like I saw an interview with a guy. He, he said he spoke truth, even though he was being an asshole, but he was like some like billionaire venture capitalist who was like, asked why, based on about why no one cares about workers very much. He was like, well, it's not called laborism. We live under capitalism. It's like, yeah, yeah the, the money runs stuff. The money, money has its own momentum and has its own logic. So like if we, if we die and we get to heaven and there, there is someone sitting in judgment of us as a society. And it's like, so you guys decided to keep schools closed for a year and a half so you could open bars. Right. And who's going to answer? There's not gonna per- there's no person to answer that. It's just the momentum of money, right? Yeah. It's just like we, we psychologically tortured for a year and a half so we could keep adult stuff open. And uh, it's not cool of us, I don't think. I don't have kids, but not the choice I would have made if I was Yeah, no, dude, they need – they need to be physically in school with other kids. It's hugely important to their development. So it's not just a matter of like, it's not, like I said, it's not just a matter of like wanting to get them out of the house or whatever. Like it's massively important and needs to be done the right way. And just to see these people willfully fucking it up because of freedom or whatever is just so uh, infuriating. The, the amount of rage that's coming at these people, like I, it's like I, I saw a statistical breakdown today because the, the 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 crazy people aren't as big a problem as they feel like. They're just very very loud. Right. Like, yeah. Most polling shows is like somewhere between thirteen and seventeen percent of people who say they will never get the vaccine. There's like five or six percent who say they'll get it if it's mandated, and then everyone else is just sort of in the middle, having a time, they're unsure, haven't gotten around to it, right. to see what happens. Um, and. But the pe- pe- people are driving like across state lines to go to school meetings. We don't even know anybody to yell at school. Right. Well, it's like that. It, that uh, it was a big story last week in my home state of Tennessee, in Franklin, Tennessee, which is one of the richest neighborhoods in Tennessee. At a school board meeting in Franklin, there were all these fucking white moneyed people, anti-maskers there literally threatening the lives of doctors who came to speak about the important, like saying shit like we know who you are and we know who you live just, or we know where you live. Just like being insane at the, uh, Is that, that's the one with the school board candidate who cured her. So she cured a pink eye by peeing in her own eye. Right. That's that lady. No, that was Knoxville. That okay, was a different, okay. Okay, that was sorry. a different major in, city right. in, in Tennessee, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. We've been all over the place lately, but no, these people were fucking frothing at the mouth over the notion that their kids might be forced to wear mask in schools. And that was in Nashville, but the school board put all this stuff out afterwards, which is important. I think it was like, listen, just so everybody knows we got like, over twice as many letters and messages of support for the mask mandate than we did from people like that. It's I'm just backing up what you were saying. It's like these people are just extremely vocal and scary. Mm-hmm. And they, like you said, drive across state lines to go lose their minds. But like it still is not the majority of people still remain sane even in middle tennessee you know or wherever when i talk about the rage coming at these people can you imagine like if you're just a regular person trying to go about your life and want to get through your day get your job done go home and hug your kids at night right and you got these people you on at school where there's no mask mandate your kid gets covid 
He's one of the 0.1% that needs a ventilator. I'm coming to your house. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, no, I, not, right, dude. I know. This that, is like, I, like this, we, we really struggle with a lot. We, like we look at odds. It's a very human thing to assume you're going to come out on the, uh, you're going to be the one who wins, right? That's why, ga- right. why gambling is very popular. So we look at odds, like a 99.9% survival rate. And we're like, oh, well, it's fine. Okay. But we have 34 million school kids in America and 24,000 pediatric ICU beds last number I read. So say out of the 34 million, half kids get good Delta, which is like not that inconceivable considering a bunch of kids packed in small spaces, coughing, breathing each other, playing, playing in gym class, yada, yada, yada. So that's 17 million kids with COVID. Uh, 1% of that is 170,000, all right? Now, about a tenth of those are going to need ventilators. So now you're already, that's 17,000 kids needing ventilators. We only have 24,000 pediatric ICU beds. So the math gets really, in like the idea they're going to, like America's going to have 17,000 child funerals one week and not going to be insane is fucking ridiculous. That's not, right. it, you're going to see people mobs in the streets, man. It's not going to, it's not going to work. So, yeah. Um, all right. So Matt, I'll also look through the questions and comments. Hiss with your questions and comments, please. We'll throw them up there. Mark, uh, you had an update you wanted to give, right? While we're looking <laughs> yeah. through these. So some pretty funny congressional happenings. Uh, so the, the house problem solvers caucus, uh, which includes like nine centrist Democrats who are basically just, their general move was to run against the party at all times, no matter what, because they think it makes them look, look like the smartest people in the room. They threatened to tank. They wanted an up or down vote on the one and a half billion dollar bill before Congress leaves the end of the month or whatever. Um, the purpose of that would effectively sink the three and a half trillion dollar uh, bill we're going to do in reconciliation. Now, I don't really understand. Like when I try to understand congressional rules, it's like uh, I don't know, like like a dog trying to read tarot cards or something. So I don't really understand why or how this works. So, but <laughs> so. Basically, they were expected to be treated as heroes trying to hold down spending. But instead, everyone yelled at them. Everyone, other centrist Democrats, Bill Clinton called them up through the uh, Third Way Caucus, which is the Bill Clinton's group he founded, the DCCC. All these people were telling them to fuck off and uh, ignored them. Pelosi kicked them in the balls and said, screw off. We don't believe you. You're not going to vote down this bill. We know you're not going to do it. The compromise solution was they, they got an assurance that they will get to vote on the bill before the end of September. But all Pelosi, but Pelosi can hold that if she wants. She they'll pass the bill. She'll have it in her pocket. She doesn't have to send it to the Senate until she gets the three and a half trillion dollar bill. So uh, Congress did something. Holy shit! They also that the oh, house shit. just passed the house just passed the John uh, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. They'll probably get to die in the Senate if, if Mansion and Cinema have their way. But at least the House passed it, so that's one step. So, uh, dude, what is yeah. that like? Two times in the last six weeks that Congress did something? That's fucking crazy, man. That's noteworthy. Yeah, everybody make a wish. Um, yeah. Kathy Props from Facebook says, and when people don't get vaccinated, other people can't go to their doctor's appointment or get their labs done or a mammogram or EKGs, et cetera. And yeah, this is exactly, I was talking to my wife about this last night where she was, she may not be into me sharing this, but whatever, where she was saying like, I just, she was like, look, at this point, let them get it. Like if they, if they don't want to get, if they don't want to get the vaccine at this point, fuck it, just, you know. Come whatever may, let it happen to them. It's their own fault. And I also feel that same way, but we kind of can't because of shit like this. Like, mm. this is the reason why it matters to the rest of us, you know, is because they clog up the works and fuck everything else up for everybody who's trying to do the right thing. And that's why it's like, yeah. we got to do something about them or we have to continue caring about it because they will fuck the rest of us over. Yeah. I mean, let's say hypothetically you're a responsible American citizen who got your vaccination and all you want to do is do the milk crate challenge and you break your skull. Now you right. can't go to the doctor. <laughs> right. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, like there was a viral post the other day of this guy who was like his, his like teenage son has uh, leukemia, I think, and had uh, was having a really hard day uh, and needed like a breathing. I don't I forget. Needed a treatment to go to the emergency room. They turned him away. It's like, sorry, your kid's in pain and suffering, but we can't help him because he can't come in here because he'll get COVID and die because everyone's got COVID. So and, uh, yeah. it's not an effective use of resources. And I like I saw like the basic place we're at now so some epidemiologists talking about the day basically where we're at is we're at we're at two and a half times flu epidemic that's where we're at two and a half times the severity and the number of cases 
And if it becomes endemic at that rate, we're going to spend like an extra $5 billion a year on healthcare, regardless of all the death and suffering. It's just like it's a tremendous waste of fucking resources that could be better spent on anything. Yeah. Linda Rain says, so about tall Stan coming back on the skews. Yeah, Stan from last week, Stan Mayer. I don't know how you could tell he was tall, Linda, Just maybe just from how statuesque he was, I guess. I don't know, but either way, yes, Stan, who was with us last week, if you missed it, a uh, multi-tour veteran of Afghanistan and uh, just an all-around knowing his shit-ass motherfucker. Uh, that's how I'll put it. I, uh, I think he said he was six four, and then we were talking about. Oh, did he? Just, okay, you know, I thought she just stood out. out. She's like, yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> she just he knew. Was, he was joking about being a covert operative in in uh, in, in, in Afghanistan with a six foot four white guy. Blended in real good. No. But I, I did. I, I did get the book he recommended, "Wars a Racket" by Smedley Butler. I haven't started it yet, but I'm gonna. There you go. Um, yeah. Now we'll. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll. I think we'll have Tall Stan back in the future again. He's a buddy of mine off the internet and a great dude. Yeah. And uh, glad y'all liked him. And uh, yeah, we'll have him back. So yeah, we'll have him back every time America loses a stupid, unnecessary war. So yeah. Probably any any minute. So now. it won't be too long. Yeah. Mar Marcy Marcy Baku from Facebook says. Kids do not, in general, make a big deal out of wearing masks. It's the parents. Fuck the parents who are throwing their kids under the bus for the sake of their freedom. Yeah, I will. Now, look, and of course, I'm a fucking I'm a liberal queer ass parent. So keep that in mind. But my kid, my sons, they act weird about me asking them to take their mask off. Like if we end up in like a restaurant we're driving somewhere we end up somewhere it's like you got to take your mask off to eat they don't want to take their mask off like they're um kids are okay with whatever generally <laughs> like you can they're not upset or impositioned or oppressed by having to wear a mask all day it doesn't bother them at all i picked my son up from school earlier he was in the house for almost two hours and I, I said, why are you still wearing your mask? And he literally had forgotten that he still had it on. He was like, oh, I forget. It, it, he didn't even realize he still had it on. And he's nine years old. The kids yeah. do not care. So acting like taking that stance of, oh, this is <laughs> this is oppressing their individual freedoms at a young age or whatever the fuck they're trying to say is just patently ridiculous. It is. I mean, like, look, you, you, you have to like – a lot of things in American culture war stuff, you have to like, you have to want it real bad to see it. By that, I mean like, you have to like, in order to see something as offensive or see it as bad, you have to like really squint, look at it sideways and have a bunch of pre, like pre, pre-existing biases. Um, kids don't have any of those. So like right. stupid culture war stuff where they see masses political, politicized and tribalized, they don't understand it. They don't watch Fox News. They don't have brain worms. They just like, oh, well, this keeps it in when I cough. It's very straightforward. It's very straightforward. <laughs> It's not like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking through the comments over here so we could uh, see what we could come up with. Melissa Thompson says, I went to a segregated school in 1966. We were integrated the next year. The little white kids were thrilled. Their parents, however, went insane. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. It's the same type of thing. But yeah. if you're, but if you're in, you know, again, my kids go to a school where they all have to wear them and whatnot. If you're at like the school I grew up going to, I don't know what's going on there, but I imagine there's not a mask mandate. And if you're 10 years old and you're going to school every day and there's the fucking, you know, the local rednecks kids are calling you a queer for wearing your mask or whatever, you know, like they did uh, to me for reading books and shit, then you know, maybe they will start wanting to not wear them, but that's, you know, part of the whole problem. Yeah. I, just, I mean, things are kid, kids keep, kids keep it moving. They don't, yeah. They, yeah. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be long lasting damage to like their educational attainment and, and, and personalities. I mean, damage is the wrong word, but it should have, it changed the course of a bunch of people's lives, including mine in ways we'll probably never understand or know because we don't have a control group for reality, but yeah, it, nobody wants to be sick. Yeah. Scapegoat Iscariot says, I think people are a lot smarter when they're kids. And uh, yeah, well, you know, the other day my son asked what would happen if uh, somebody tried to 
smack a butt with their own butt. So like punch a butt with a butt, you know? So these are the types of things that, uh, take up their thoughts during the day. I don't know how smart they are, or maybe they're wiser than we give them credit for. It's both. People are nicer. They're nicer when they are children. Let's put it that way. I don't know. I go so far as to, as to call them smart, having it. <laughs> <laughs> having the sons that I do who talk about nothing but butts and farts and poops all goddamn day. Uh, which, my hey. Nephew, my sister had a, uh, my, my nephew's uh, not what you'd call a uh, a diligent student. Uh, but he, he my, his sister hung his history quiz on the fridge and kept it there for a long time because it was about the Battles of Babes thing where, like, it, it was a history quiz. And it was, they, were, they were doing uh, the Antebellum South or whatever. And he, the, the, the answer to the question included the word slaves. He put slaves in quotes. Now, <laughs> I don't know why he did that, but it really hit because people aren't fucking, it's not their fault. Like they didn't choose. It's not a job they signed up for. You fuck like, it's like, it's like, yeah, it should be in quotes. It's not their, it's not Jeanette James from Facebook says, how do you feel about being forced to vaccinate to keep your job? I am fine with it. I mean, I, there's so many, like, we've talked about this before. I remember growing up in the, the fucking rural South and then going to college there and everything. There were so many times I had to get shots to do whatever. Like I had to go get another tetanus shot or whatnot to go to college and shit like that. Like that, not, that's not anything new. And I never thought twice about any of that. No one did ever until this shit. So yeah, I'm more than fine well, with it. My my thing is, I don't think I don't think people understand understand the degree to how little their feelings actually matter on this subject. Like America is a feudalist system run by bosses. <laughs> like you don't you don't have any workplace protections unless you're in a union. You don't. So you like the idea that this is the first time people are learning that their boss can dictate a bunch of things to them. They don't have any way to fight back. Like you like the this is. I don't think this is an effective use of union resources, but you see the only employers who have organized to fight back are like police unions, teachers unions, which I understand like as, as, a, as a labor force, you don't want the boss to have any more power over a person's life. So you reflexively fight back against anything. I understand that. I also think all the individuals in the unions make the choice to be vaccinated. Uh, but the reality is we don't have a say. We didn't have a say before this. The only thing new here is COVID. It's not workplace dynamics. So like if you, if you want to advocate for stronger, we talked about this when people get fired for saying racist shit. It's like, you can get fired for anything in America. I get fired. I'm wearing a, a Luca Doncic t-shirt right now. My boss is like, I'm a Spurs fan. You're fired for wearing a Luca shirt. I got, that's fine. It's not, it's not against the law. So like what the idea that like you, you want a special protection for you just because you don't want to get a COVID vaccine is not going to work in any court in America. We live in a libertarian economy. So this is how it goes. Your boss can yeah. make you into your opinion. It doesn't matter. You know? To your point, Terminal 3 from YouTube says, I had to piss in a cup to work at a dog food factory. Oh, yeah. Like you were saying, like this, the only thing that makes this any different is that this is actual, you know, this actually has other people's best interest at heart, the COVID vaccine. Like we're trying, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and trying to get it under control. And that's the only thing that makes this different from all the other, uh, seemingly arbitrary restraints or requirements that jobs have been putting on people since forever. I think random drug tests are complete fucking bullshit, but they exist. They have existed for a long time. People have known about it and you still go to work there. And, but now is this it, is a bridge too far. And the, 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 the people pushing back against vaccine mandates, the same people that have pushed us towards more and more at will employment, the last right. since we got since, right. since, we, since we first got labor laws like in the 1920s that made so you couldn't work a seven year old 42 hours a day and they were against that then this is like it's the same group of people who suddenly understand the impact of their you know policies and so a buddy I used to work with some Republican politician was talking about how it would be pushing back against vaccine mandates and at employment and he just quote tweeted it with a you know it's always sunny title card memes it was just like yeah. Liber, liber, libertarians discover at will employment. It's like this is what you wanted, dumbasses. This is, if you want people to have more say over their work life, then do that. But you can't take it away and then want it back in one specific case. You know. Yeah. All right. Before we go, because I don't remember what this is referring to, so I'm going to ask you, Mark. Aaron McCullough says, "Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Mark, will you read what Aaron said?" 
Uh, she's mad at me because I pronounced, I, th- I must've pronounced it Appalachia earlier. I know it's Appalachia. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron says, Mark, we need to talk about your pronunciation of Appalachia. And I, I don't remember you saying it, but I saw that and I was like, well, he must've said Appalachia. And obviously yeah. you thought the same thing. Yeah. It's a whole deal amongst, uh, uh, yeah. Hillbillies. We get upset. It's like Nevada, Nevada. It's funny, too, like, and listen, I will also correct people, don't get me wrong, but it's funny that, like, hillbillies in particular are getting mad at how other people say a word, you know what I mean? Like, because it's where they came from, but it's like, y'all ain't saying that shit right. It's like, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be telling anybody how to say anything, but. I was watching, uh. Watching Jeopardy once, and uh, a little little town in front of Virginia might have might have heard of it in, in Civil War history class. It's uh, Appomattox, Virginia. It's where the Civil War ended, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, we we don't get mentioned many places, so we were the answer in Jeopardy once, and the guy goes Maddox, and the buzzer goes and and Alex goes the correct sorry the correct pronunciation is Appomattox. I was like, what? what? <laughs> Is that real? Like, That's not real, it right? It might have been talking about the Indian tribe the town was named for, which maybe the correct pronunciation of that is a Pumatox. But uh, they they better it. they better issued a correction after that yeah. to that guy. That's yeah. all I have to say because everybody says yeah. Appomattox. All right, uh, well, all the white people anyway. Sorry for the the Indian tribe. That was a weird thing to end on. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for being here. I'm Trey, and that's Mark. We'll be back in seven days for uh, for weekly skews once again. So you love you. Bye.